0: Welcome to the Burt Show. I know I got Burt, but help me, M.D. And turn me
1: back into a healthy M.C. MD. Welcome to Farms Not Farms podcast, episode 18. Today's an exciting episode. We have a pretty well-known artist who sells out venues worldwide, and uh, including Red Rocks, which is 10,000 people. And this man is really changing the paradigm with how he chooses to show up in the world and be mindful of his impact and uh, how he influences other artists like myself. So we're lucky enough to welcome the one and only Polish ambassador. Welcome to the show. How you doing, bro? Oh,
0: hey, man. How's it going? Sorry, I spaced.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's all love. How you doing? I'm doing really good. I just got done with... uh... I live on some acreage out here
0: in Northern California and I've been working with a forester to sort of rehabilitate our land because it's kind of in like a high fire density zone. So we are walking the land, just checking out areas that could have some brush clearing done and, um, and just basically make this land a little more safe for when those big fires come
1: through, you know? Nice. Yeah.
0: How about you? What are you doing?
1: Well, I, uh, Just got done having a beautiful morning with my beautiful girlfriend here in Boulder, Colorado. And, uh, yeah, just super blessed and, um, just doing this thing called life, you know, dancing with a smile. (laughs) Nice, beautiful. Yeah, setting up my new office up here in Boulder and, uh, just, um, you know, really optimizing. How I show up in the world so that I can continue to be of service in a way that you know impresses people when they, when they need to rely on me and, and want to feel good about their choices, you know
0: Awesome, man. That's beautiful. Be- thanks for doing, doing good work out there, and I certainly love Boulder, Colorado. I actually went to school at CU, uh, so spent f- f- like four years out there soaking it up and try to get back as as much as possible to do do gigs out there it definitely feels like a a second home for me
1: nice yeah well you're definitely welcome i remember perhaps it was last year on new year's day you did a permaculture action committee at uh uh here in boulder at community space and um you and ayla and tubby love and uh amber lily and uh that was a good time and I remember you guys actually had a lot of great things to say. I was glad that I went and you even opened up the floor. We all got in a big circle and we had, uh, everybody, uh, who was felt called, was given a microphone to, to do some freestyling. And, and that was fun uh, too.
0: Nice. Cool. Yeah. I feel like maybe, maybe I met you
1: there. I met uh, quite a few people there. Did, did we meet there? We did meet there. I think I gave you a farms, not farm sticker. And, um, and uh, you know, there's a lot of people there. It was very brief. I I think at the time I was there with my huge dog, uh, who passed away this summer. But um, yeah, you know, I don't expect you to remember that.
0: <laughs> I think I do. I mean, I think I, I loosely remember it. But nice. uh, yeah, I remember the big. I remember the big doggy. Nice. That was, kind of the, that was the main thing that I remember. You know, like, <laughs> probably only the one, the only dog that was hanging, hanging in that zone with us. So
1: yeah there was him and then uh one of the homegirls had a pit bull and uh um, nice that was uh the two animals in there but yeah barkley was pretty memorable rest in peace to him Right on man. and yeah uh, yeah i remember it because ayla handed me the microphone and i was like all right and just <laughs> you know oh yeah felt it <laughs> Sweet. um but yeah you know really i want to bring you on this show because especially some of the things that you were talking about at that particular event, just in terms of your impact on the world and how you choose to show up in terms of, you know, uh, traveling and how you do that and how often you do that in terms of going to shows and events and why you choose to stay mindful and how you are mindful about your impact and, you know, just being more of a, a, a mindful artist, whereas so many of us are going out there to you know perform and to entertain though also get a paycheck and not necessarily prioritize our world above you know our pay our, our you know our bank account or our responsibilities even i mean there's a lot of artists that are you know maybe they're making a lot of money but they probably have a lot of child support or a lot of bills so they might not see all that money so sometimes it's tough to yeah. compromise and make You know healthier so to speak choices when we have real life issues though as we know just like you walked your land and as you you know we know as when we're eating foods and and some of us are getting sick and have have to find ways to remediate these illnesses it is important it is paramount that we pay attention to our health and to our impact on the world so i just want to maybe open up that window and maybe you can share a little bit of that with uh with our audience Mm, absolutely
0: yeah um Man, I guess since about 2013, 14, I kind of took a pretty sharp turn um, in, I don't want to say like my, my stance, but rather uh, in just understanding that there's this opportunity as an artist to share a little bit about all those things that you just spoke to. You know, you kind of have this platform and um, and people listen you know not everybody listens but but certain people are stoked to listen and and sort of hear a bit about the person behind the art that uh, that is you know is being shared and maybe like why that person creates art so yeah there's been many things that I've done through the years and I think that like my, my my generalized practice is is to be open to you know not to sound so west coast hippie but like just be open to the uh the temporary nature of this this experience we call life, and being able to shift, uh, being able to shape shift with with the times or with different opportunities that come up, and you know, not necessarily holding rigidly onto certain concepts. And I think that what's happened for me is I've just I've kind of dabbled in a lot of different things over the years because of that, and just sort of watching and listening to what the fans want and are interested in and, and maybe, uh, shifting. Yeah. Just here and there. Um, cause it all started with, I mean, one of the main things is, is just an ongoing conversation that I've had with fans, um, the Polish ambassador fans mainly, uh, and then fans of the label jumpsuit records. Um, but yeah, that's been the, that's been sort of the platform is just like creating sort of a fertile ground for conversations to emerge. Um, And from there, that was that was actually the birth of the permaculture action uh, tour that we did that sort of I mean, on some level it birthed that as a movement, you know, which not a lot of other artists have I've noticed have taken up. And that's awesome. That was kind of the intention of that of that whole thing. Just seeing I've seen, you know, NACO and Beats Antique and Rising Appalachia and and Ilanario, they've all sort of like started doing their own action days when when and where appropriate which yeah. is really beautiful um so yeah that was kind of like that was the first sharp turn that i took and you know that that mainly came from a place of um just witnessing i mean i feel like i say i've said this in many many interviews but witnessing the potential of of audiences that are interested in music to uh to celebrate together and then co-create together something you know not even being attached to what that co-creation is but rather just saying hey like we're all here together we're all dancing we're all we're all like loving this experience and maybe there's a way to just harness that energy by way of giving back to the earth or or maybe you know kind of like last year we didn't actually have an action day that was outside but we all got together and we exchanged ideas and who knows what kind of goodness came can come from that where you just bring together all these amazing people from all walks of life. And you have a few, uh, a few speakers and a few workshops and, um, and then interact with the audience and, and, you know, just who knows what can emerge from that. And I imagine several connections did emerge from that, um, that day. So, you know, that's kind of how it's, how it started for me. And I could totally, you know, continue on into, other other things that I've sort of chosen to put energy into, if you like, but I don't know. Maybe that I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to talk too much and not let you ask any questions. But yeah, that's how it started for me. Is that? Do you want me to continue to tell to speak to um, just other endeavors that have been kind of in the same in the same zone, or do you have any other questions?
1: I mean, I think that if you are called to reflect on different topics or things that you're into that support this paradigm shifting you know influence or just your experience then yes of course please
0: cool yeah so you know a couple like so that the action days are still they're still happening here and there um they're not happening with the uh with the frequency that they once were and that's mainly because energy has just shifted in in different ways you know for instance a couple years ago uh, we started redirecting that energy into um, this thing called the Village Building Convergence, and that, uh, if you if you look at that online, that was started in Portland, Oregon, by a committee up there, and that kind of is like it's taking the action day concept and laying it out as a festival over. I think they did it for ten days, wow. and it's kind of it's kind of like. Hey, let's, let's have music. Let's have a, let's essentially have a festival, but let's go into people's backyards in urban environments and help them with projects that they're working on, whether it's like a natural building project, whether it's like, a, you know, a little food forest that's open to the public, you know, just all sorts of cool things like that. You know, I remember one day work. I went to one of the workshops and we were at, at an elementary school for, uh, underprivileged youth and, and, we were creating uh a cob seating area for for the kids in their playground and it was like this rad dragon that was made out of cob and it was just so fun to like be with other people and be with the kids and just like throw down and create this beautiful uh piece of art you know this utilitarian piece of art that Mm. um, the kids will it will just be etched in their mind forever you know Mm. um so, yeah, that was kind of, uh, so we, we, I've done some projects with them up there in Portland and then in our hometown, you know, as is such, like, I think one of the, one of the big components of the, of all this work is, and one of the big hopes is that, you know, we see these as ideas for people to, to do things of this nature in their own hometown. So after experiencing that in Portland, um, we came down here to our hometown, which is a small town in Nevada city. Um, and we instigated a village building convergence in our hometown. Um, nice. yeah. So then, you know, flash forward a year, about a year and a half later. And I, I've, I've started doing this thing with, you know, uh, with the, with the jumpsuit fans, like the fans of the record label and the artists where a portion of the, a portion of the proceeds of all of the streaming. You know, for instance, when you stream a Polish ambassador record or a song, a portion of that money goes to a nonprofit that is voted by the fans every quarter. So, you know, just as an example, the the nonprofit that won that grant this past quarter was a nonprofit called Chirp, uh, which is um, based in Nevada County, California, and... They, you can check out what their mission is but basically it's to preserve the heritage of uh, the Nisenan tribe which is a tribe in Northern California that um, has just encountered a lot of resistance and struggle to them becoming a recognized tribe so hmm. the fans it's cool like I don't I don't even have to say this is my favorite nonprofit. this is where the money's going we actually just let the fans vote for it and it open it kind of levels the playing field where like you know for instance next year or sorry, next quarter. If you wanted to rally all of your friends and family to support your favorite nonprofit, and you and you get you know a couple hundred votes, well, I mean, it, it's going to be anywhere from probably like a thousand to two thousand dollars that would go to that nonprofit. And that's you know, it's a combination of the fans being excited, and then also the artists and and the label that are coming together to say, hey, this music is actually, it's more than music. It it supports artists and it makes. Ideally, fans feel good in listening to it, and it supports these causes that are important to the fans. Um, yeah, yeah. So you know, those are those are just some things that are happening. Um, oh, last but not least, <laughs> and maybe not even last. I'm I'm just thinking about all the things right now. But you know, you may have noticed that uh, there's now a Polish ambassador branded uh, cannabis product. So okay. We set that up and basically that um 100 of all profits that are coming in to my business go directly to nonprofits. so uh awesome. that's just a, another another piece you know to just use hopefully use the brand to do good things out there for um for communities and organizations in need
1: yeah i support that fully yeah. you know for, for me you know my relationship with cannabis has taking different turns from, you know, just being a, a teenager who's learning how to uh, rebel in a sense to, um, well, I guess I knew how to rebel as a kid in Brooklyn. Though, I, I learned, uh, you know, just how to go different different places in the mind and, and spiritual world. And then it took me to a medicinal aspect where it literally saved my life when I was a teenager, super depressed and, and um, just got me to transition in the moment from committing suicide to being, like, completely, um, I guess, for lack of a better term, high and saying, why would I ever do that? And, you know, to literally, you know, 15 years later, applying it to life-threatening ailments and helping people and animals save lives, you know, and beautiful. I think that safe access to this kind of information about how to is important. So that's why I do this show. And then through that, you know, this plant just has opened up so many other conversations in terms of even, you know, speaking with with artists or doctors or, you know, even law enforcement or just anyone really about a human topic, you know, how we can really relate to what we all feel because we all feel and not everybody's willing to take that wall down when we're talking so it has to be something that truly touches our heart and that tends to be hey my family is sick or hey nothing has worked for me I've done every chemo and radiation that they've thrown at me and I they're telling me I'm dying do you know anything that I can do to save my life and you know these it's 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 in those windows it's in those Those moments where our preparation, you know, luck is opportunity meets preparation. And um, so I, I just love, you know, suiting people with what I've learned and sharing this knowledge so that we can apply the knowledge as wisdom when the time is right. And I think for all the artists who are dreaming about being famous or selling out Red Rocks or playing Red Rocks or, you know, for all the fans who are dreaming of going to a concert where they can have like the greatest time or the next one, you know, whatever it is, just understanding that it's really in the moment that we need help where what where our surroundings influence us the most so it's when we're not needing help when we have the ability to live a little more delicately which impacts everyone else on the bigger picture because if i'm just running through life you know head first and uh i'm not really being considerate of what's around me and You know that when you need help, the person who is inconsiderate just changes everything. And when you need help, the person who is considerate performs a miracle. And so it's in that moment when we can help anybody, anything, that we get to perform a miracle. And so just living more mindful and, you know, understanding that life is delicate. We're all a little more sensitive than we claim to be. And some of us are a little tougher than we claim to be. And that's good too, (laughs) you know, but, um, absolutely awesome, man. Yeah. I, 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 I think that you as somebody who has a big following, as somebody who has, you know, bookings coming in that you choose to, you said something in that, in that event that day, that you choose to travel only so many times a year because you don't want to support um uh, pollution and you know i think that 99 percent of artists haven't ever considered that you yeah. know and so just what what brings you to this place where you're being more mindful of our world like you know
0: oh man that's a that's a great question and it's a it's a question that for me has, it's like there's, there's roots in, uh, there's roots in logic. There's roots in spirituality. There's roots in what's good for the earth. Uh, there's roots in like my, my own energy as a human. Um, I think that, you know, in my, in my sort of, in my, I don't know, quote unquote, spiritual, spiritual life. I don't really like to use that word, but, uh, (laughs) Um, I would say that like I've taken, um, or I'm, I'm, I'm unlearning the idea of getting and I feel like we're all sort of initiated into this, this life and this society where we want to get something, you know, Mm. we want to, we want to like claim or we want power or we want some people, you know, some people want to be famous. It's like, it's a constant effort to move towards getting (laughs) or being more, being more, Uh you know? And, um, I think that for for myself, what I've realized is in that, in that process and in that, uh, I don't even know what to call it. It's like on some level, like if in my, in my existence, when I, in my human existence, when I've, when I can tap into, uh, years where I've been, I've been sort of run by that as a concept, like, like my mind is sort of running the show in that way, I've been just more unhappy, you know, and, and on some level like sleepwalking. Mm. And I feel like as I loosen the grip of of the getting, of the becoming more, that's when I just start to wake up to to the beauty that is all around all of the time. And and in that process, you know, that what comes from that is like I don't need to go I don't need to go here. I don't need to go there. I'm <laughs> Like as I am right here, right now, is beautiful unto itself, and and on some level liberating unto itself to feel like I don't need to conquer, I don't need to, yeah, to just go out and and receive or get. Um, So that's kind of like the spirit, the the more spiritual aspect that for me on some level like leads leads the way at this point, and I would say uh, behind that is or maybe running in parallel with that uh, depending on how you look at it is as you said um just understanding the impact of the earth and like you know that the impact of of all the little actions that i make and also the actions that people witness me make right it's like Mm. if i'm spending a lot of time on social media and my fans see that and i'm doing like instagram stories all the time they're gonna do that right there are not necessarily but they're gonna they're gonna it's gonna validate something in them that says i should also be doing that and on some level it the same goes with travel right where it's like if i'm just going and playing shows all the time i become part of the current that is is validating that that's okay and then other people see that and other people want to get that experience that they're perceiving so and as we all know that like or as maybe not we all know but as some of us are maybe waking up to um it's just not it's not a good thing for us to be uh just traveling all the time for a number of reasons like you know earthwise, it's just not sustainable and then you know spiritually wise it's maybe just not you're not actually going anywhere spiritually you're kind of just trying to get something um so i don't know i don't know if that was a little bit too esoteric <laughs> for your for your podcast but but that's that's just what's real for me you know that's kind of what is uh running the show for me these days um do you and think... then, like la- also is like tied into that is just my, my my uh i don't know my joy that gets awakened that's just like oh cool i have a life too like i want to go to the river i don't actually want to make music all the time and i don't want to go travel all the time because like I love trees, and I love my animals, and, like, I maybe want to have goats, and I love being with, you know, these people that I really care about and love, and, like, I love to spend time with them, and and just sort of awakening to that as as joy for me rather than awakening to, like, that incessant, potentially incessant desire that I see a lot of people have to go out and get, you know?
1: do you think that that ability to make a decision like that comes from experiencing abundance?
0: That is a good question. And that's something I think about a lot. And my short answer to that is, uh, yes and no. (laughs) (laughs) And the reason I say that just to give you a couple of, a couple of examples are, um, my favorite, like, when I look back, I'm, I'm almost 40 right now. And my favorite times in my life, I've kind of had, like, I guess I would I would say if, if I looked at my timeline and just kind of looked at my life of when I, you know, when I have had my own little spiritual awakenings, I would say one is kind of happening right now, and it's come sort of after a place of, uh, of, you know, some abundance. I, I own my own home, and that, that feels abundant in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it actually came... When I had nothing and I didn't want anything and that was in my like mid to late twenties where I basically I sold my car and I just started riding a riding my bike everywhere. And from that place, that's kind of where music emerged from me. It kind of emerged in a way it was almost like I I cleared my cleared my mind and cleared my psyche in my mid to late twenties. And and that's kinda of like on some level because I like on some level wiped wiped my window clean so to speak like music had this it was almost like music had its way with me I wasn't I wasn't in control anymore and like I and I look back at that time as my most precious time in life where I was just the most liberated um, so and then you know when I look at it now I, I kind of have that question that you asked I'm like huh am i allowing myself to or am i feeling this way am i feeling this feeling of liberation because i feel like i went out and achieved something so it's an inquiry you know it's not it's not an inquiry that i have like a definitive answer to um, yeah. but i do know for for certain that over about three or four years in my late 20s i was uh i was feeling this very similar feeling that i'm feeling right now and it was and i had I had zero zero money zero abundance but I had like immense immense joy
1: well that's important you know
0: yeah yeah so I don't know if that that probably answers it in like a in a loose way but maybe not fully
1: you know when we consider states of being I don't think that money has anything to do with it in the moment I think that there may be um Keys to what have helped us realize certain things. You know, somebody may have had the money to go to India to find their, you know, spiritual awakening. Somebody may have had to achieve certain things to understand that they really don't matter, you know? And then, of course, there's the people who have, you know, failed miserably and eventually... Say that you know it still doesn't matter because when they had it, it didn't matter anyway. And so, yeah. you know, it really just it's perception. And like some people say, you know, it's all allowed. There's no right and wrong. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I that's, I think that it's, it's uh, you know, it's the 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 answers are gonna be a little different depending on where you go. You know if you're in the hood or if you're in the suburbs though at the same time you will find people in the hood who don't have much that say i feel rich Mm -hmm. my family's around my friends are around and i wouldn't want it any other way
0: yeah you said it the only thing we really we really know and i know and that you know is that we don't know (laughs) (laughs) we don't know like and that's the only it's on some level that's like that's the acknowledgement of the temporary and the acknowledgement of this moment that even this moment, as I'm talking to you right now, that's the only thing that, that is real right now. It's Mm -hmm. just like the ever unfolding moment of, of the mystery. Um, it's beautiful, but yeah, it's like, it's in within that is, is that concept that none of us know what's going on here. Like the fact that I'm like this sentient being right now, like, and I have hands and I can like, do things with my hands like that's weird like what, what you know <laughs> on some level like what is going on here with that... this world it's it's like super psychedelic and it's like super it's like the ultimate drug really when you like get down to the simplicity of just life and experience as a, a human that can like do all these amazing weird things
1: mm. while you were saying that I was inspired to consider how while we know we don't know we know that there's so much we still have to learn. And, you know, the only thing that really can come to mind at that point is how grateful I we can be to have hands or to know life. Because when we yeah. think about it, you know, since all we know is right now, the most of the people who ever have been are dead. <laughs> so we are the lucky ones right, right now. You know, and, you know, I, there's this song that I've been working on. I just mastered it, and God willing, it'll come out to, to the world soon. Though in it, we, it, it says, there's this chanting part, we are the ones we've been waiting for. Nobody's going to do the work for us. Uh huh. You know, and I feel that that's what you're putting to the people when you create an event or support, the, you know, public interest in the, an event for a permaculture action, you know, Why wait for somebody else to do it when we do that? Uh. And I've been seeing this in the cannabis world because I've been, you know, being of service for so long and literally not, as DJ Newmark put on a few episodes ago, doubling down on myself and, Uh. you know, um, basically leveling myself up and opening up a clinic and doing these things that I thought maybe I just wasn't ready to do the right way in my mind. The way it could have been perfectly. So basically, my ego stood in the way of that. And at and during those times, somebody else is going to come up. And through the years, there's different companies that have risen. Where, you know, I may or may not be happy with how that is affecting the people. And so it just dawns on me that hey, I need to work harder if I want to contribute, if I want to have the impact that I know needs to be you know
0: yeah man hell yeah yeah you said i mean you're on it you got you got it you're saying you're you're kind of you're speaking my language right now it's kind of (laughs) like you know it's like as soon as we we decide for our for our you know our little independent uh consciousnesses that we are or that we think ourselves (laughs) to be that uh the only impediment to to joy and like creation in joy is our ego like if, once we realize that uh. the only thing that can flow through us it's like I mean just think about it think about the times in your, in your life and I'll, I'll just think about the times in my life where like I'm not spending a lot of time thinking about this or that or thinking about the past or the future but rather I'm present moment like it's never a negative feeling it's always joy right and it's always like joy by a creation it's almost like beyond the mind and beyond the ego is creation and creation feels good Right creation feels like joy and that's kind of it sounds to me like that's what you're tapping into is like you get the e- You get that awareness going that you get the ego out of the way and then all of a sudden it's like You just want to do like goodness just wants to emerge from From your being and it sounds like, you know, that's kind of where your work has come from and where this podcast has come from is like creation is just Working its way through you in form of joy and beauty
1: You remind me of or this inspires me to remember when i was a kid and i got in trouble and i was sent to my room and i was sitting looking out my window and just found myself in a place no longer of being upset that i was in trouble but just being in awe of whatever it was i was looking at and then i remember my mother coming in and you know like like are you thinking about what you did <laughs> to be like no (laughs) you know like i'm on to the next joy fulfilling that you know and and obviously there's there you know there's a lot in learning and not having to relive the same lessons though there is also a lot to be said for you know somebody in prison who has the ability to find bliss somebody who is in between getting tortured and can look anywhere or within And find joy because we have that choice. And so I thought while you were saying what you were saying, you know, where we have the ability to live in the moment that, you know, there are people who are in the moment are miserable, though, that also is a choice to respond to what we're dealing with in that way. And it may seem asinine. It may seem, you know, it actually makes some people upset when they, when we find out we have the ability to steer our own ship and I don't have to get mad at that what do you mean how could I not they did this so I've sold myself on agreeing with if this happens I'm going to flip out and yep. boom free radicals flood my body because I'm stressed out my hair gets grey or it falls out or whatever it is <laughs> you yeah, know totally. I remember telling somebody man my hair's grey from this and that and he's like grey my hair just falls out <laughs> <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah man I think that you know you're you're speaking my language too and and that's you know I think everybody who I bring on I know everybody who I bring on this show stimulates me in one way or another where I want to share what is stimulating me with the world because I feel that it matters the fact that you care matters and you know I have traveled this entertainment industry I've thrown a lot of shows I've performed at a lot of events and I've been around a lot of my favorite artists and you know i'd like to say that i'm lucky enough to be able to have done that though i've manifested a lot of that too thank god i have the ability to do this though you know we got to put that work in when we want something and so with that being said it's rare or let's just say this it's beautiful to find an Uh artist who cares Uh and when that happens it's important and let's be let's be honest it's easier to care when we care about ourselves. It's less yep. its less likely we're going to show care to others if we just don't give it, you know, we just don't care. There's been parts, times in my life where, yeah, I would have helped you, though depending on what it was, I may, I just didn't care about myself. So I didn't have the capacity to be the same person that I am today because I care more, you know, I know what it feels like to feel the love that I didn't really know existed before and you know for me I I have psychedelics to thank for that and you know at the same time I also have um, you know life to thank for that because I know so many people who just look at me like bro what happened to you and then at the same time I'm looking at them like I love you like try this I want just just experience this quality of life for a moment and I can't imagine you're going to want to not continue to level up but that's yeah. not everybody and i don't want to force that on anybody either you know so yeah i just want to open up these conversations with people who i know are changing the paradigm or at least considering this through the care that that you have and and uh so thank you again you know for for being you
0: yeah man yeah yeah you know just what you what you're saying kind of just sparked a little idea and it's like the mm blooming of the forest or a flower like it doesn't tell other things to to bloom you (laughs) know it doesn't like speak it but like on some level it's like you're you're blooming or you're awakening or my awakening into i don't know just into into beauty um and present moment beauty that's the only thing that will awaken that in other people right like like me or me saying to you hey you should really think about you know, that life is beautiful and all is perfect in the world. Like that's actually a bunch of bullshit because it's the thing that we're talking about is beyond mental, right? It's beyond what the mind actually understands. And it's really an embracing of something beyond the mind that can allow that blooming to occur. And like that will happen as you just move your way in the world, letting creativity emerge or, you know, and, and me as me as well, like the, if I can move, the more I can tune myself, And, you know, as Newmark said, double down on yourself. The more we can tune ourselves, the more we're just going to be vibrating at a certain oscillation or a certain resonance that other people pick up on. And they're like, oh, and that that never happens with anybody saying, hey, you should be like this. It only happens when it's almost just picked up through osmosis. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, there's different levels of communication. Whereas if I, you know, speech is like, almost devaluing it at that point you say what you want at that point and you you know anything's possible though you you glow and that will and and you'll be seen you okay. know and and i i remember you know i once knew somebody i'm not gonna get into who they are though i remember telling them you are so cool why do you try to be cool why do you look to qualify yourself at any chance you get because to me it makes you seem less cool yet you don't even have to do anything you just show up bro and you are there and so i just wanted to 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 let them know that though at the same time you know I, i i also remember another time let's touch on this where i wanted something so bad and and i knew that if I asked for it, it wouldn't happen. So I just kept focused on it, though at the same time just, you know, remained grateful that I was getting to experience what I was anyway, and just kept in that flow and in that meditation. And it happened. And, you know, there's times where we want things in life so much, and that when they happen, we get so excited, we kind of lose ourselves. Or there's times where things that we want so much happen, and we... Kind of curb our enthusiasm in order to continue through it, and that yeah, totally. is, you know, that's the the aspect of winning. And it's not counting how many poker chips you have at any given time. It's playing poker. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah, you're right.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff, man. I dig it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like, you know, at any given time we. Somebody told me this a long time ago. I've said this a couple of times on the podcast, though they said, We all have the right answers. We just need the right question. Uh-huh. And so how we present things, you know. Let, let me ask you this. Yeah. Moving on. Do you see a connection? And this could be a simple answer. There might that might even be a few questions. Do you see a connection between the entertainment industry and the alcohol industry?
0: Hmm. Interesting, definitely. Yeah, I see. Well, from, uh, I guess I would speak to that from what I witness in the, uh, in the audience, mainly because like I don't, I'm not around people that drink too much alcohol. I mean, I have a beer here and there before or after a show, but I haven't been intoxicated via alcohol and in, I don't know, a very long time in over a decade Um, but uh, just as far as that you know looking at the industry as a a whole I would say that the entertainment industry brings together human beings into a a container uh, and oftentimes those human beings aren't used to being with other human beings Mm. and they there's a little bit of there's a fear body that I've seen can happen to sort of like allow them to readjust and on some love. level like i can look at it in two different ways i can i can say alcohol is a crutch can be a crutch for people to find their equilibrium in a group of people
1: in, and in this case we're talking about entertainment that being an audience sure and, social and i would love
0: i would love to point out that like it can also be a medicine in a certain way depending on how you're looking at it right because it could help someone get into that environment and all of a sudden you know maybe it's like someone's like not used to going to shows and they have a couple beers to like loosen them up then maybe the next time they they go to that show they only need one beer to loosen up and then maybe the next time after that they don't need any beers to loosen up but on some level that that alcohol has served as a medicine for them you Mm know um the same could be said for for other substances as well Mm -hmm. Uh, but then there's also you know going back to the first strand there is the opposite where if it becomes like more of a consumption and like a requirement for you to for one to exist in the entertainment industry or sorry exist in an audience then maybe there's uh, yeah just something to be learned
1: there Um, does that answer your question Uh, yeah I mean those are good points I think that um, you know I really didn't have an expectation, though I find from somebody who has thrown events for quite some time to, you know, performing as well, maybe you have a similar experience um, or a different experience in regards to venues and many, many venues, and this isn't demonizing concert halls or, or venues, though they have to meet a certain requirement for their bar. And yep. this means that the show is directly connected to, how, to the success of alcohol sales. And it seems to me that, you know, you look at, from a grand scale, <coughs> different towns or cities throughout the country. For instance, Burlington, Vermont. And I love Vermont love burlington though when you when you when you think about it it's centralized around the bar scene at night Uh the nightlife is the bar scene that's not to say that that's good or bad but for me i find that it tends to support an unhealthy environment and it doesn't mean that people aren't healthy there people are and just like you said, it's up to the individual to be balanced. And some of us are more prone to having addictions and, and whatnot than others. Though, And with alcohol, that is uh, a little bit more of a thing. Though I, I find that in changing the paradigm many years ago, I moved from events that I just wanted to throw a dope event to an event that was dope that also had a positive action associated with it within the community. And I realized at that point how important those are, you know. Just like you were saying, we can harness this energy to do something great. You know, it's amazing to do that. So I, I found that there's just when when I went to a different set of events, you know, cannabis events, for instance, there was a different atmosphere. Sure, people weren't necessarily as fired up the whole event because when you're drinking. You know, you have the ability to be a little more fired up. So people were a little more relaxed. Though there weren't fights, there weren't issues. Not that to say that there's fights at every alcohol function, because there's not, you know, but it was just a a much different vibe. And then moving over to other events that had no alcohol um, or not even really focusing on cannabis either to see these quality of lives being shared in just different ways. And so that led me to think hey, perhaps mainstream people, the general population, public, have yet to experience a different kind of setting where we can have an enjoyable time without um, letting go, but actually connecting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. I mean, it's nice to have those different uh, options available for people, you know, and, and to, like, sort of help initiate this process of people being more comfortable in themselves when they attend these types of events um and I would say that like on some level just while it's good for you to be throwing these events it's probably also good for people like you to be attending those other events Mm. just for sake of uh emitting that vibration that on some level kind of like we were talking about before doesn't need to speak to people uh like, hey, you can you can be here without so much alcohol in your system, but rather they can just feel you and you're rocking out and like it's clear that you're you're very clear. Right. And you're still rocking out. And, and that vibration all of a sudden might seep into someone else's skin. Sure. Right. And the, and the next time they go to that event, that's maybe a club. They might just drink a little bit less or they might not drink at all because they have that experience with this cool, cool guy that was just there rocking on high that is life you know um i think yeah i think i think you're totally right and there's just like i guess i've just noticed because i play lots of different events you know i play i play venues that have only have alcohol yeah and i play i also play festivals that don't have any alcohol yeah um and i think all are important because on some level they're they're all just containers. And if if we if we keep tuning ourselves and we keep having conversations like this that help, maybe this podcast gets heard by a bunch of people and that helps them retune themselves and maybe they're used to going to venues like the Fillmore or Red Rocks or wherever, the Boulder Theater that have, have some alcohol culture woven into them, that they're going to just start to slowly do that shift. And maybe what will happen over time, maybe over the next 15, 20 years, what we'll see is alcohols will start offering more alternative beverages because that tuning is happening you know what I mean yeah. um, that's what I mean I think that it seems to me that's the trajectory we're on just watching how fast like the natural foods world is just over the past 10 years Is like why why won't that weave its way into uh, music venues I think it certainly will in some capacity
1: again I think that it's up to us you know all the pioneers who are you know Basically, seeds germinating or just waiting for the right water to do that, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah, definitely uh, a little bit more of a woke uh, balance, which is great, you know, rather than just believing or, or succumbing to our conditioning. Absolutely. Know? And uh, yeah, cont- contributing to our world. What would you say? I, I've gone around and asked a lot of people this, and perhaps I should just ask every guest that comes on the show. And I'm going to start with you. What would you say is your contribution to our world?
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Wow. Um, I'd say, like, in in this moment, uh, uh, I guess that it's just, like, simply put, it's totally okay to be as as you are mm. in in the same way that you kind of spoke to me about having that conversation with with that friend that you felt continually had to validate themselves even though you were like man you're cool already you know like that's kind of a lot of times when i think about why is it that i get up there and rock out in a jumpsuit and like have these these really sweet big dance parties it's because i want people to take themselves less seriously maybe mm. and and i want people to just realize like oh if this goofball up here can (laughs) can do that then like i can totally just be myself as well you know (laughs)
1: so be yourself love it yeah (laughs) or in the the immortal words of kirk Band, come as you are
0: (laughs) yeah exactly
1: (laughs) (laughs) maybe you get a new uh polish remix of that
0: (laughs) (laughs) maybe i don't know i haven't done a remix in a while but people have been been asking for some remixes so we'll see what happens
1: I might might have to bust a couple out soon well check it out in the world of hip hop people put out mixtapes not albums and remix a bunch of stuff just for fun <laughs> yeah totally so perhaps uh, perhaps you'll get into something along those lines I'm sure that uh, it could be pretty enjoyable to flip up some favorites yeah I might I might
0: I'm, I'm, I love hip hop and have worked with quite a few hip hop MCs over the years and I, I don't see that stopping anytime soon.
1: That's what's up. Well, you know yeah. I'm always here if you ever get the ear. <laughs> yeah. But well, uh me some music. I'd say that um, you know, hip hop or not, there's I'm sure you have favorite kinds of music of all different genres. I was only saying hip hop because of the, you know, the the focus on just doing it anyway and not necessarily having it as official so that you don't get sued basically it's less oh, you know see. you you have the dj put out the mixtape you are a dj so it could be <laughs> <laughs> you know this is just a fun mix and then uh <laughs> got it boom cool. you get you know people have sound to listen to but yeah thank you again for uh for coming on the show and um you know of course good luck with your land and uh you know the home area there and just keep on being a good caretaker of it, and uh, sounds like you love animals, so I'm sure that it's a, a good place for some wild animals to find themselves safe, and um, you know, just enjoying the quality of life that that you are uh, contributing to our world. So you know, or experiencing and, and sharing. And so you know, I uh, I just like to acknowledge that when I see it, and let people know that you know what we are doing counts, and so you know, in that regard, salute. And, um, well, man, yeah, it was just, it was really nice to connect with you again
0: and, mm. uh, definitely appreciate your questions and your sincerity. And, um, I, I certainly look forward to, to the time when we cross paths again, likely out in Colorado, I imagine somewhere in the future. Um, and stoked that you're doing what you're doing and putting out a, a good, a good vibration and doing good work. It's, it's always awesome to connect with another, another bro in that realm. So thank
1: you. Yeah, man, you're welcome. And love wise, you know, likewise to love wise. I just yeah say, say it back to you and, and let's keep raising up the vibe and, and, um, showing that it's possible to be happy and to be happy without, you know, detriment to ourselves or to others. And, um, Yeah, as we typically end this show, deep breath, and we're out.